Blog Talk Radio.
gather up every part of who we are, examine it, and let it shine. And give a little piece away so that someone else's light can shine as well. Too often we are spending a lot of our time worrying about things that have nothing to do with us living our life. It's not about us uh, chasing and running around and hurrying every day. It's not about that. It's about knowing that when we, from the moment we wake up, we are to deliver, express who we are in a multiplicity of ways. If you have a job, then you go on that job and you share your skills, your knowledge, your integrity, your ethics on the job. And your presence allows someone else to have some happiness along the way, and then they reciprocate by giving you a check at the end of the week or every two weeks. But perspective is really a great way to look, you know, to live your life, looking at perspectives. For so long we've had perspectives that have not been the optimal choice. It was a choice that we saw that was right in front of us. It was a choice we saw right in front of us. So we grabbed it because we weren't aware that we could turn around and look and even create our own perspective, you know or another option that would be more beneficial to who we are. In that knowing about options that we can choose to do that, that we can choose to ride or not ride, we can choose to, to react or respond, we can choose to carry the hurt and the pain, I had a conversation with someone um, on Father's Day. As a matter of fact, um, I belonged to a group, and we were talking, and all these women kept coming in. You know, a couple of women came in. I shouldn't say all, but a couple of women came into the room, and they were like, Happy Father's Day. And I'm like, oh, that was for them, pointing to one of the male members of the group, and they would say, no, that's for you. Aren't you a single mother? I said, actually, I'm a divorced mother. I am single, I'm not in a relationship, but I'm a divorced woman who is a mother. You know, and if people say you got so technical, well, I have to get technical because I'm not a father. I'm not a father. I may have to play many roles and stretch out my time and resources a little bit more now that I'm divorced, but it has nothing to do with me being a father. A father is someone who has uh, contributed to the to the making of a child, right? Provided the sperm, the the egg that created the zygote that began that began to break cells and become this embryo that becomes a child. That's a father. And then, in my mind, a dad is someone who just maintains that things don't work out. A dad just kind of you know, jumps in every now and then, sends whatever payments need to be paid, and there for the occasions, and that's it. And then I say that a daddy is the one that the child has direct interaction with the most. And the one we typically see as this male figures in a child life. There when they're crying, there to encourage them, there to support them, educate them, guide them, discipline them, honor them share with them, teach them whatever is necessary. That's what that daddy does. And then 
And all of that, God forbid something happens to the daddy, the mother doesn't instantly become a father. It's only in those instances that we deem um, as less than uh, acceptable that we begin to say that, you know, he's not a father, she's not a father, I'm the father and the mother because I had to do this and have, you know, I taught my son the beginnings of basketball, the foundations of basketball. I taught my son the beginning foundations of how to play basketball. I did that. But that didn't negate the fact that his father, you know, or his dad did not teach him that, did not contribute to that because he took him to the next level because I couldn't because, you know, that wasn't what we did. That wasn't how we we chose to bond. We chose to bond in other ways. So in that, we have to recognize we can make contributions. Our roles are our choice. Our activation and implementation of these roles is our choice. And we do what is necessary because we have been given these children and we do it. But again, you know, we are not the father. So often we take on all of these identities, all of these roles, all these perspectives, and we allow them to suck, to just kind of suck out all of our energy and our power. I mean, this woman began to rant and rave about, you know, all the things her mother did and things her father didn't. I mean, even just watching her, I just said, I had to begin to say healing and peace and love restored Healing and peace and forgiveness began to take over because I knew where that was coming from. That was coming from a wounded child, a child who was not given, a, who did not believe that they could dishonor, that they would be dishonoring their mother if they didn't call her a father on Father's Day. That's the type of bondage that we find ourselves in over and over again. The bondage where we are so hurt, so disconnected that we can't even begin to change our perspectives and we find ourselves holding on to these ideologies, putting them into our system, and subconsciously they are holding us back. It doesn't matter that she's successful. It doesn't matter that she's married because the same thing will repeat itself if she and her husband divorce. That's not that's not the truly the words that we choose to speak create that thing. But the only thing is, we would never be a father because we're not we're not created to be that way. We're not male. Again, we may do some of the duties that I know many of you may not agree, but it is to be so can't change it, you know, can't change it. And while we may have a lot of emotional scars or scratches as a result of not having that male interaction, of not being part of that that knowing, that situation, is at that moment that you can begin to say to yourself, 
that I need to release it because that's something that's in our past and that we have to understand that to honor a person is to honor and accept them for exactly who they are and understand that when we decide to do a role, when we begin and decide to extend ourselves and explore every skill and possibility we have to make the situation beneficial for all that are involved, it doesn't change who we are. It just shows the multiplicity of levels and wisdom and understanding and the capabilities that we have. It's not for us to shine the light on the person and say, you lack the capabilities, you lack, you don't have the capacity level. That's not what it's for. Once you acknowledge that, you have to make sure that whatever you, what the next thought that follows, you recognizing someone's uh, incapabilities or someone's limitations, real or unreal, that the next words out of your mouth is something positive. Even if that positive means you're going to walk away. But you can't blame people and you can't hold them accountable for that which they're incapable of doing. All you can say is that that's not their capacity level. So why should I keep putting energy toward this individual to convince them of something different? It won't happen. Capacity level grows over time. Truly, it does. We got to begin to put salve on some of the things that we have been have been experiencing as young people. As I said, the young woman who was there, the woman that was there with me in that meeting, you know, when we were just sitting around chit chatting, and she began to to talk about that. Even when I explained to her, it's not a dishonoring of your mother to not call her father, right? It's not a dishonoring of your father. You just need to understand you have a father. And it is about what, how you interpret and define the word father as I did. In my perception, I've broken it down to three categories, men that bear that have biological seeds have three categories. That way, if there's a man that steps up to the plate that wants to contribute to a child's life, usually they call them dad or daddy. They don't call them father. Well, they may if they're, you know. But they usually tend to do the roles of a dad or a father, a dad or a daddy, excuse me. The anger that is building up inside of us is what typically leads to this place, the, the unresolved issues. This is all that clutter that I was that I often talk about. She had clutter and was tripping over it and was unaware and was unaware of how to deal with it and how to prevent herself from falling. But she was tripping over it over and over again. And it didn't matter who said it, 
it, the whole she would revisit. And so I asked her, I said, well, can I just share with you some an observation and maybe a new perspective? And she couldn't do it. She wanted to hold on to it. So at that moment, you have to let it go because it is her responsibility to accept the option that best suits her. And at that moment, she said she was unwilling, unwilling to release that. So we moved on. But many of us can release it and take on a new perspective about a lot of things and beliefs that we have that are planted in our subconscious based upon fears, based upon lessons that were misguided lessons and misinterpreted lessons in our lives. Lessons that were given to us that were not ours. Based upon stories that were told and repeated to us and inserted and we were inserted into that have nothing to do with us. It's all about what you desire. What is it that you really believe you can have? And I'm going to tell you, this clutter will hinder you. Like I said, it doesn't matter that you're successful in the physical world, but if mentally, emotionally, and psychologically you are incapable of having balance, of changing your perspective, It's that simple. Then you're going to place yourself into a whole new level, whole new level of life. We want to strive to live the highest level of life that we can because that is what we were purposed to have. It's not meant to be filled with misery and complaints and, you know, comparisons and trying to figure out what was going on. It's always about the emotional void. Most of us have clutter because we have an emotional void. We have some type of... Um, place within us that subconsciously has begun to rest within us to tell us all of those things we were exposed to, those stories I just spoke about, the words, the gatherings, the images, all of that plays a role in how we react and choose our options. All of that plays a role in what we accept as perspectives. I will take it back from you and put it on me. I was uh, recently, just this week, I had to reflect and realize that I had some clutter that remained. Oh, yeah. Some clutter that was preventing me from being able to function. I don't like dishonest people. I don't care to be around dishonest people. And so once I realize you're a dishonest person, I tend to ignore you. If I can't remove you from my circle, I will ignore you. And I listen for key words that I need to perk up to hear to engage with you. But it's always limited. So in that, 
I realized that because I chose the option to ignore them, they stay around me longer, and they're able to impact things around me and the people around me. So then I had to wake up and make an assessment and say, no, we got to get rid of this. It's starting to sink. And so I had to get up, take it out of my subconscious, consciously acknowledge it was there, see that it was actually causing a problem for me and accept that, and then I had to work to get rid of it. So I did some cord cutting, and then there was a couple of cord cutting. I I was with um, uh, Denise Lynn, and she was walking us through a cord cutting. And when we got to the place where she said, everyone who you need to cut a cord with, you need to see them and take those scissors out and start cutting those cords. Well, cut, well, this one person, I couldn't. Why? Because I had an energy cord. We have an energy cord. So now we got to work a little harder. So that means I have to focus in on what it is I should be contributing and receiving for this individual and then be able to let it go. I know that sounds a little, you know, out there for some, and it's right on time for others. But my point is, is that if you don't clear the clutter clutter around you and within you, it will cause you to trip. It will stifle you, even if it's yet for a minute. That's one minute you're not walking on your path of destiny implementing your purpose, and living exponentially. That is the one way. Let's begin to look at the perspectives that we have because they're usually rooted in our belief systems. We've talked about that. What is it that you believe? will happen. You remember that? Well, if I do this, then this will happen. That will happen because I know that this person happened to this person and therefore it could potentially happen to this person. Absolutely. Those are not our stories. So we're going to stop repeating those stories that are not ours. We're going to stop listening to people pull into our lives that which doesn't belong to us. We're going to stop putting on all the layers and all the clothing based upon everyone's advice and begin to know and seek for ourselves what resources, what tools, what do we need, what coverings do we need to get through the day, the week, the month, the year, and eternity. Because it's already inside of you. That's why we have to clear the clutter, because once we clear the clutter, we can begin to see exactly what's there inside of us. We can begin to have more confidence. We'll begin to be more sure of ourselves. We'll be able to walk into places and implement programs and do our visions with such great tenacity and diligence and commitment. And we'll become willing to make the sacrifices needed to accomplish it and complete it. We won't start today and tomorrow. Y'all know the story of me and the books. It it took me almost 
six years? Not because the books weren't done, but because I never had a reason to make it a priority because somewhere in my mind, in my subconscious, it was telling me, and my conscious mind to an extent, that I didn't have the time, the energy, and no one would hear my books. And when I began to write my book, it seems like everywhere I turned, someone was speaking about something that was in my book. That was a firm for me. Girl, are you crazy? There's someone waiting to hear your version of what they're saying. And, again, it wasn't about, it's not about the money, the monetary, because, honestly, in this day and age, you really don't make a lot of money if you're an author. But it, for me, it's more. it really is about being in service. And just like I'm doing this program, it is a service that I offer to the people. There's a cost that I incur to be able to service people and give them insight, courage, and knowledge. This is why Moments of Conversation is here. It's a conversation for those who know there's more than what meets the eye. There's more to what you were told life is. You understand that completely. And so, therefore, we can align ourselves and we can become this magnanimous vibration, sound vibration, that allows there to be some change. If you don't allow yourself the opportunity for you to grow and expand and challenge yourself, I didn't say challenge others, challenge yourself as well. Why do I think this? Why do I believe this? Where did that thought come from? What is it that makes me believe that every man that I deal with is going to do me wrong? Or what is it about me that makes me say I need to have a conquest? Right or conquer every woman that I meet, that I can't commit to her, that it's too difficult to do that. What is it about me that says that I can't have money? Oh, yeah, we all go through it. And guess what? Just like I realized there was something in the corners of my subconscious that I had ignored that was caused, that was stifling me, you will find there are crumbs, there's dust everywhere, right? There's a piece of paper that somewhere is being read by your subconscious and causing you to think that it's all good when it's really not. Because we're miserable. Usually we're miserable when there's clutter. We start getting unbalanced. There's no. We're trying to juggle things. We're running around. We're trying to figure it out. We're getting confused, and those are not things that we should be doing. When, because when you're walking on your path of destiny, you don't have all that. You don't begin to say, "Oh, I can't. This isn't right." No, you trust that the divine has set this path for you and give you everything you need. Move into your knowing and move into your greatness. 
accepted and excel into your life exactly as you're supposed to. Change a few perspectives. Realize that your perspectives may be rooted in, in, in energies of pain, hurt, fear, frustration, and then it's, and it, that was usually backed up by the stories of other people from their place of pain, fear, hurt. Because how does a child grow up and believe that and have so much anger toward another parent? I know some parents are not always are not always you know making the best decisions. And some parents do have to have their card, their parent cards revoked. But in the in all of that, we don't have to carry the the weight of it. We don't have to carry the weight of it on ourselves. We don't have to carry the the hurt of it. We can begin to rethink it. Resolve to it, create a resolution. Resolve to it and then let it go. Release it. Because in that moment that you do that, that's where you begin to experience who you are at the greatest level. I can't emphasize that enough. Know who you are because who you are is not be an imitator of other people. You are uniquely designed and uniquely honored in your presence. And all that you have, examine you. And all that you have, honor you. Honor those that have contributed and know that even those that had not a place in your growing up in your and creating memories for your life, they created you. I'm talking from parental perspective, physical parental perspective. Or if they're a parent that isn't your biological parents, honor them. That's about gratitude. You gotta be grateful. Telling you, it's such a magnanimous moment when you can begin to look at people and and, and contrib- look at their contributions and know that their contributions are just that contributions. But it's how you react to them, how you respond to them, how you apply them to your life. Just like the blessings we get from the Creator, whatever we get from the Creator, it's our responsibility of how we handle it. I can't say, well, someone else told me this and someone else told me that, so therefore I can't use it. No. I'm responsible for the choices that I make. Choose today to change some perspectives and get rid of some belief systems that are slowing you down. Make time and prioritize how to take care of you. Because without taking care of yourself, you're no good to anyone else. I mean, people say that all the time, but it's so true. All right? So true. So true. So with that, I am going to leave you all on today. I thank you all for listening in and moments of conversation. It is indeed an honor and a pleasure. We'll be back here. We'll be back here on Tuesday morning here at 1030 a.m. on Blog Talk Radio. You can join us. You can locate me on Facebook at 
Moments of Conversation with Marion Afua, which is located on Facebook. You could also find me on Twitter as Marion Afua. Also, my books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com. We now have an e-version of Not My Reality. An e-version of Seeking Escape will be coming soon, and you can purchase them all. I will be um, still hosting the success retreat. But let me tell you what the success retreat is about. It is the success uh, retreat that I'm going to be doing in August. It's going to be a retreat in which we look at the whole person. How do we get success on every level of our lives? And so we're going to have an interactive um, two-day retreat, and we're going to be hosting uh, workshops and trainings and, and, and group sessions with people, and we're going to be addressing what really is the root cause of us not having success. How do we make sure that what we're plant, what we are um, nourishing right now, what we are growing right now, is going to bring us the harvest that we desire? And I'm not going to tell you you're going to make a billion dollars, a million dollars, or a thousand dollars. I'm just going to tell you that in your life, whatever you need, is it a healthy relationship? Is it improvement, self improvement? Is it an education? Whatever it is. We're going to get to the root of and get a plan of action together for you individually and let you have support of other people who are also committed to this goal. So you got to surround yourself with people who are on the same plan or have a similar plan, not those who, who, who are, have no plan or feel that your plan is worthless. So come on out. Go to my website. You'll learn more about that, uh, the success retreat in August. And then we'll be here again on Tuesday morning at 10.30 a.m. And remember that when things cloud your way, begin to overwhelm you and make you feel like you just can't go on anymore, stop. Take a deep breath. Seize the opportunities and possibilities that are around you. Scream out nice and loud, that is not my reality. There is so much more. And know that whatever you had before is not the only option. Until next time, continue peace and blessings.